0: I've got a very mouldy dish Ooh, I've got... that you want. Oh, I do, because I've got a kernel of truth to put in it.
1: There. Welcome Hello. to Date Fight. It's the podcast that, and thanks for mm. listening on a Saturday. You know, it's probably not part of your regular commuting routine. Nope. So we do super appreciate the weekend listeners. Yes. Uh, welcome along. It's the uh,
0: podcast where we take great moments from history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, he's Jake I'm Nat Tatley and together we are presenting the Wide Awake Club of History rather than the normal Whacker Day version you would have been listening to the rest <laughs> of the week to find out what the best things that happened on this day were. I'm going to take you to... <laughs> He's Tommy Boyd. I'm Michaela Stranger. I'm going to need a while. I'm going to need a while. <laughs> I'm going to take us to the 14th of March, 1885, when the Mikado opened at the Doily Cart Theatre. It ran for 672 performances, making it the second longest-running piece of musical theatre ever made up to that point, and one of the longest-running pieces of theatre full stop. It included such hilarious characters as oh, Nanki, yeah. Poo, Poo Bar, oh. Pish Tosh, Yum, Yum! place, get a place called Titty Poo.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is great fun. Isn't it really
0: it? is. I mean, I, I particularly like that. After that point, you could really tell that you could identify people who are utterly dead inside by their love of Gilbert and (laughs) Sullivan, which led to hundreds of thousands of red-faced men singing badly in kimonos in village halls up and down the country with epicanthic folds painted on their faces as they, through gales of laughter from the assembled members of the Women's Institute Oh, ha, 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 ha Here's the unearned, smug superiority of the Edwardians flowing out of our mouths mixed with some racial stereotypes Ha, 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 Gilbert sullivan ha 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 and that's what happened on the 14th of march 1885
1: it's sad because you've you've basically blown your mic drop moment <laughs> right at the top of the podcast it's, it's you know, you, you've, you've you've done your mic drop and now you've got to sheepishly walk back on the stage and pick it up <laughs> and put rest? it back in the stand and carry on with the rest yeah. of your set
0: everything that is self-satisfied and miserable about this country second rate never a- aspiring to anything I loathe it gorgeous yeah I'm,
1: I'm fine with that okay I'm, I'm with you I hear you brother <laughs> uh okay Well, I've I've got something. (laughs) Two misused bullets, uh, as far as you're concerned. One was for Gilbert, one was for Sullivan. But in 1964, on March the 14th, uh, a jury in Dallas finds Jack Ruby guilty of killing Lee Harvey Oswald, the assumed Mm. assassin of JFK. Yeah. And... Uh, people, people. Jack Ruby seems to be a bit of a mystery uh, It's pretty certain that he did it mm-hmm. um, It looks like he would do anything Pretty much for money yeah. There were allegations of mob connections he, he ran I think a fairly sleazy club yeah. And stuff But um, there's a book called Contract on America uh, mm-hmm. By David Schein And apparently um, Vic Robinson Jr Who was a TV uh, news anchor Saw uh, Jack Ruby at the police headquarters uh, on the Friday night, oh. and apparently he did not seem to be under any stress or strain. He seemed quite happy, quite jovial. He was joking and laughing. Another announcer said he was not grieving. Jack Ruby's uh, contention was he said he was so gutted uh, at the assassination of JFK, and as a patriot, and he loved JFK so mm. much. Um, but then that he had to stop uh, his killer being
0: brought to justice.
1: Jack Ruby also was claimed to have said, um, uh, nobody asked me the question, if I loved the president so much, why wasn't I at the parade? (laughs) Uh, Referring to the actual presidential motorcade. And he says, Uh, it's strange that perhaps I didn't vote for President Kennedy, I didn't vote at all, that I should have suddenly built up such a great affection for him. So... um, Interesting to Interesting uh, to see what all that... But in the end, he just, he just he died, died of pneumonia in, oh, in pneumonia prison it, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so, yeah. Something pulmonary, mm. I think. So, whatever. Well, I guess we'll never know. Unless we will. But what a waste of two bullets, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and you could have got rid of... Uh, Pirates,
0: Pirates of, that's oh, that's even and Aaron Sorkin insists on using it in things... I think it happens in both the West Wing and... Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip, where they just stop and break into Gilbert and Sullivan uh, at some point. You shut up, Americans. Americans love it. Like to them, it's
1: kind of high culture, isn't it? It's it's proper (laughs) opera for them. They think it's it's posh, sophisticated stuff. I think.
0: Isn't it? I, I, don't, I don't understand anyone's fascination with it I find the whole thing leaves me utterly dry I quite like a tum tum <laughs> tune
1: I'm guilty of writing a lot of Gilbert and Sullivan-esque songs but mine generally have yeah. horrific swearing and really traumatising imagery The so. only
0: excuse for having lines that long is to put an obvious rhyme at the end of one of them then go take people a really long way to not get the right rhyme at the end of the next one Absolutely yeah. Absolutely. And they'd never do that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Isabella Beaton, who did Mrs Beaton's cookbook. Beaton writing both her name and what you had to do to the eggs to prepare them for scrambling. <laughs> Happy birthday to Casey Jones. You may remember Casey Jones coming, coming down, down the, the track, track from... Dumbo, well, he died yeah. in a train crash, so it's not such a nice story when you know who he was. Yeah, they said it was Leaves on the line. <laughs> uh, it wasn't him coming down the track. <laughs> Uh, actually, he's quite, he did at one point save a child who was trapped on a train line with indecision. They heard the train coming, looked up and froze. So he ran out of the cab. He jumped on the cow catcher and scooped the child up as the train hit them. Blimey. Um, unfortunately, a couple of years later he went. Th- was going at 75 miles an hour when a stalled caboose was on the line and he slowed the train down. He um, put through it in reverse uh, but he was killed by the impact. of he Managed to save all of the passengers, so that's Casey Jones, uh, killed in a railroad crash, and commemorated in a film about a flying elephant. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he would have wanted. His dying breath, he said, make a <laughs> film about a flying elephant and remember me in it. <laughs> Happy birthday to, and I chose this person over Albert Einstein. Okay. Happy birthday to Jasper Curran. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. If you don't know why, you don't deserve to be listening to this. Happy Death Day, Happy Death Day to Matilda of Ringelheim. She was the first Ottonian Queen of Saxony and she founded the convent in Quedlinburg. Um. Which is fine. <laughs> Happy Death Day to Tony Ben, who uh, once wrote me a very nice letter and was very polite on the phone when I asked him questions. Um, what a pleasant chat. That is nice. Happy Death Day, too, to Chick Young, who created the Blondie comic strip, which starred Dagwood Bumstead and the many large sandwiches he ate in America. It's famous here, isn't it? People know Blondie. Maybe maybe they don't. If so, look it up. It's a weird, not very good comic of the 1940s and 50s. Sorry, who was that? Chick Young, who did Blondie, which is... Chick Young? Yes. Blondie was the, Blondie was the character who very rarely spoke. She was the wife. Uh, so bl- called Blondie because she was blonde. But essentially the main character was Dagwood Bumstead, who was the bumbling husband. I do not remember that one. I, I feel... Shamed. In which case it's too obscure for me to have mentioned and I should have just done Einstein. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take you to the 14th of March,
1: 1942. Mm. And Anne Miller becomes the first patient successfully treated with penicillin, not by Alexander Fleming, but by Orvin Hess and
0: John bumstead 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 that's the second bumstead hang on dagwood we just had yes. dagwood bumstead there can't be a day full of bumsteads it's bumstead day bumstead day happy bumstead happy Day. happy bumstead day you Eating your hot cross bumstead are you <laughs> i do you, do you celebrate we I've, I've
1: been a bit slack the last few years we do it for the children you know
0: yeah bumstead day is um, such they a they love it it's, yeah it's worth it just to see their little faces light up
1: oh, he's been drawing pictures of bumstead day for weeks yeah He's written his letter to Father Bumstead Uh, Alexander Fleming when he got his Nobel Prize uh, for Physiology and Medicine with uh, some of the other doctors who were co-discoverers, Florey and Chain uh, but not a guy called Mm. Heatley uh, just left him out, whatever Uh, when they got the Nobel Prize in 1945, so this was three years later, uh, Fleming said "Um, just a word of advice, don't overuse the penicillin might lead to bacterial resistance. Okay? Mm. Okay.
0: And the world listened. <laughs> so, to celebrate the first person successfully treated with penicillin, we could probably also this year celebrate the last person successfully treated with penicillin. <laughs> Yes, probably. <laughs> well, I'm going to take you to a much better technological innovation than that. I'm going to take you to the 14th of March 1994, when the first oh! version 1.0.0 of the Linux kernel was released free of charge to the world. Yes, which designed by Henry Bumstead. Yes, Linus Bumstead. Yes, and, oh. Linus Bumstead uh, and his penguin, which was just called Bumstead. Uh, <laughs> Bumstead it was a free... for Linux penguin. <laughs> A free, open-source, Unix-like operating system, which you have currently used probably three or four times today, will probably use many more times today. It is currently powering any Android phone you have, smart TVs, set-top boxes, um, any device which takes apps and is in some way connected to the internet is probably Linux-powered or some derivative thereof. Yes, so it's changed your life in ways you probably don't even notice, but are very important. That's the Linux kernel released today, in 1994. Did you ever have a go at it? Did you
1: ever try and yes. install it?
0: I've installed it on my Chromebook now. It's it's all right. Oh,
1: really? Interesting. Fine. I, yeah, I, I could, had it. Could... I had it once, and it was it was okay. But it was like yeah.
0: tw- nearly twenty but it just years. Just doesn't ago. have the right apps, though. Yeah. yeah. You go, oh, I want the. Uh, it has a Gimp, Photoshop on it. Uh, a graphics. Yeah, no, Imp uh, isn't quite
1: the same, is it? No, that's <laughs> no.
0: I mean, it's very good and for, for sound editing. It's got a version of Audition, but that's not. Yeah. No, what's it called? Audacity. I think it's called. The fact that they have the audacity to complain it to pretend it's any good. <laughs> is the most frustrating thing.
1: There's a there's a nice um, app called Bumstead. <laughs> what does that do? It finds a home for your bum. Hmm. Oh, on your no, like anus. No, it's like grinder. It's <laughs> like grinder. It's called Bumstead. <laughs> whatever (laughs) this is hopeless right we are done
0: pioneers staking out their (laughs) bombsteads yeah 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 it was as far as a horse could ride yeah (laughs) up your bum take them out to the old bombstead yeah bum well I think we've taken up enough of these good people's Sweet time bum
1: I'm so sorry everyone <laughs> I'm sorry about your anus yesterday <laughs> and I'm sorry about the bumstead today we'll be better tomorrow I apologise for nothing Okay,
0: that's uh, fine. see you tomorrow you'll get more of the same
1: yeah we should just remind you like if you haven't uh, s- subscribed it, it, it oh, helps no, us out enormously and it might help you too because really then you've just got us there if you fancy it uh, that would be a mm. good thing to do uh, if you wanted to leave a review if you wanted to rate it that's good that would help yes, us do, too yes do because there's a. Non- on top of the reviews, so leave a nice Oh, yeah, one please, push that, one that would down. be nice. Love bomb <laughs> our uh, our little bumstead, will yeah. you?
0: Okay. We've got 39 nice reviews and one bad
1: one. Yeah, and that's the only one that we remember when we put our heads on the pillow every of night. Of course.
0: Right. <laughs> it haunts our dreams. Yes. See you tomorrow.
1: We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Um, the start of Pencilin was when Alexandra Fleming was keeping some bacteria in. in- a dish when he found some fungus one day uh, and the new fungus killed the bacteria in the dish it's now known as penicillin, a
0: medicine and it saves, saves saves millions of lives every day